I shouldn't have left you without episodes to bless you, but I'm special, podcaster, producer, entrepreneur, educator, superstar, MC, friend and foe, but enough about Street P, now welcome back to my show. Ha ha, yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends, and welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca, and as always, thank you for tuning in. Yes, sir, we are back, we are back, we are, we are back. Yes, we are the season three premiere. I told you I wouldn't leave you, and Lord knows I would not go back on my word. As they say, my word is my bond, and I am here for you, my friends. I am here to make sure that you all are entertained. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And so we are back, the Ball and Buds podcast. I am refreshed. We are going to get into a really funny-ass Season 3 episode with our favorite correspondent, combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G, will be joining us today. We will go out live where we will find him in Madison Square Garden, ATL, Las Vegas, and... Looking forward to his trip to whoa, Houston. Whoa, 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 what? Whoa, whoa. What? 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 Hold on. Whoa. My time. Sorry. Number D. Hold the phone. Where, where'd you come from? Where Stop you? the press. Uh, I'm buttoning in. I don't care what y'all were talking about. I'm buttoning in, okay? I'm here. It's like a pimple on your forehead on date night, okay? Look at me. I'm here. That's the alarm. That's the button alarm. That's alarm. That's alarm. All right, let me stop that. I apologize, Oh, I had to come in here real quick. It's your main man, you know, Clubber D. Combat G, back in the place to be. And we all know your mom likes me. Most hated by your dad. Anyways, breaking news. Message! I'm buttoning just to let you know, Caleb Plant versus Canelo Alvarez is back on. They finally figured it out. You know, they all got the nice contracts. Hopefully he's getting 10 mil. That's Caleb's sweet hands plant. I'm curious and I'm wondering how much or how many fights will Canelo fight on a PBC Al Heyman promotion, but yes, the fight is back on November 6th. Save that date, because you know your boat will be out there. You know what I'm saying? Get the tickets, Omar. Gotta fly me out first class. I'm in the lovely mother suite, whichever I, whichever place I go to, I'm in somebody's mom's suite. And uh, yeah, it's on like that. The fight's back on. Caleb Plant, undisputed. Let's see who's the best. 168-pounder. Who was going to get all four belts? Let's see. Fight's back on. All right, I'm out. Oh, who is this? Oh, it's Clubber D. Fool! The Combat G. Fool, if you don't get... Sh- you know I'm always in a place to get be. Get off the... Fo- I'm not even going to say who you have to ask. If you don't get your ass out of here, fool, you have the whole rest of the episode to yourself. And you go come in here... With some breaking news, which I love the breaking news, by the way. Message! 
Shout out to Nashville's own, Nashville's finest, Caleb Sweet Hands Plant. We are rooting for you here in Nashville when you go up against Canelo November 6th as Clubber D mentioned in his rude interruption. He knows better than that. I don't even know how he got... Did you connect through the switchboard or something? Do you know an operator? How did you get through to my... How did you get through to my computer? I'm very confused. Anyways. Anyways, I'm very... Whatever. Thank you for that, that news, though. But first, you know how we like to start here on the Ball and Buds podcast. With Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. And speaking of Nashville, before we do get into the rest of this funny-ass episode, I do want to talk about, you know, what's been going on with me a little bit, give y'all an update and what's going on in the future. So speaking of Nashville, here in a couple weeks, the 703 boys, all of my really, really, really good and some of them best friends that I have known for well over 20 years, you know, since my childhood days, are all coming out. We all are in the same fantasy football draft, or sorry, fantasy football league together, and we are having our draft here in Nashville. We always go to a different city every year, and so this year, I get to host, and it is going to be amazing because not only are the people in the league coming, but then we have all our other friends coming that are like... You know, not part of the league, but but friends that we all know. So it's going to be end, ending up like a group of like 20 people, and it's going to be fucking amazing. So get ready. That is Labor Day weekend. You will see us all over town. Again, we are going to be like the fantasy woo guys, just like the insert Ric Flair woo here, just like the bachelorette woo girls. We're going to be the fantasy woo guys. Woo! Woo! Anyways, it's going to be fucking amazing. If you want to join us, please do. We are getting a party bus that Friday before the Dave Chappelle Rogan show, Joe Rogan show, which we're going to that night. Dave, Joe, holla at us at the Ball and Bud podcast. Me and Clubber D would love to uh, join you backstage. Maybe have a couple drinks with you. Smoke a joint. That'd be awesome. Yeah! Anyways, telling you a little bit about myself. So what happened? Why was I gone for two months? Why did I not put out any... New episodes to satiate your taste, my friends. Well, I actually went to business school. I was in a six-week entrepreneurship boot camp. And so I went into the last week, which is a live portion, and went to the university. And we had all these other professors from other universities come in to teach. And it was a whole week of entrepreneurship. And it was amazing fellowship. It was a really great time. I got a really I got to learn a lot of valuable knowledge, make some good connections and acquaintances for sure, people that I'm going to be in connection with the rest of my life. And so hopefully, you know, all that will help to contribute to my success of my business, which I am also now starting. So again, very busy I am. I am actually starting a marketing consultancy. It is going to be called MVP, Specialty Marketing Business. So that's MVP, M is in mama. I love my mama. V is in Victor, because that's the actual military phonetic, but also my boy Sonic Groove, Soul Spinner. Yeah! P is for Papa, so MVP. S, 
S as in Sam. You know, I had a boy named Sam back in the day. We worked at the ad agency together. He was He's a dope-ass photographer. Actually, I got to get in contact with him, see if he can do some photography with me. That's neither here nor there. I digress. Uh, but also, so the last one is S, M. So again, M for mama, because I love my mama dearly twice. Uh, and then B for boy, for boy, if you don't get the hell out of my face and go visit my website and check that shit the fuck out. Ah, <laughs> MVPSMB.com. Please go check it out. If you uh, know any athletes, musicians, actors, entertainers who are looking to improve their brand, I am specifically in the sports and entertainment industry. I help athletes and entertainers to expand their brand digitally so that after their careers are over, they continue to bring in sources of revenue, which will last their family generations to come. I also teach digital marketing for a living at a university. I know about digital marketing like the back of my hand. Uh, I do consider myself to be one of the foremost experts in the digital marketing world. People just don't, don't really know my name yet, but that's not my fault. That's their fault. Say what? Anyways, they will know because the Ball and Buds podcast is coming. And it, I don't care if you don't know me for marketing. You don't know me for business. You don't know me for sports. You don't know me for my hip hop. Shit, y'all ain't even know I used to be I used to be in a hip I still am in a hip hop group. Four PO, four progress only, for life. That's what that is. By the way, I'm be putting on some songs soon soon, so be on the lookout. I, I'm in the mood to spit some some hot fire for my for my fans. Anyways. Yeah, now listen! That's called motherfucking boy. Uh you know, there's a lot of things that I am. As you heard from the beginning of the episode today, all of those things are true. You know what I'm saying? I I, I do what I, I do what I do. I'm a very busy, fit, busy man. You know what I'm saying? That's why people can't be getting a hold of me because I'm so busy I'm trying to get my business started. Because what you will know me for, I bet your life on this, is you will know me for philanthropy. Because I will change millions of lives and save millions of lives around the world. And you can bet your bottom dollar by the time I die, my name will be known around the world for saving lives, eradicating homelessness and poverty. So put your money on me wherever you go. Holla at your boy. What? Anyways, what's going on in the future? Well, the 703 boys are coming. I'm continuing to start my business. I'm going to keep teaching for a while. I actually like it. I like educating. It seems like everyone loves my classes. I'm getting rave reviews everywhere from all the students, from any, anyone who saw me teach. It is, it's pretty natural for me. I like it. It's, you know, I, I, I'm motivated when I do it. I have energy. I, you know, I like molding people's minds. I like having, you know, answering questions. I like interacting with, I'm a people person anyways, by 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 nature so i love talking to people anyway so yeah it's amazing it's amazing and I, I i haven't heard one complaint about my personal teaching you know i'm sure there's been something maybe i haven't heard but you know everything i've heard has been positive and so i'll take that with what it is and i'll continue doing that for the near future while i get my business off the ground and get this podcast off the ground and you know, once this podcast gets taken by ESPN Radio or, you know, I saw they I think they have a deal now with deal with one of the podcast networks. Hit me up, ESPN, or I saw WWF, uh, WWE, saw y'all got a new uh, podcast deal too. You want to holler at me, I'll come be on there as well. Wherever y'all want me to be, I'll be on both. I am one of the hottest free agents on the market, me and Clubber D. So y'all better come holler at your boy before we blow up and I go independent because y'all know I can do this marketing shit myself, so I don't really need anybody. But, you know, it always helps to have a money-making machine behind you. 
you know, dollars would make this program a little more professional, you know, instead of doing, I mean, I am in my luxury apartment, but I am looking up uh, a window and I am doing it uh, underneath a uh, Maryland Terrapins blanket. Go Terps. That's my alumni, University of Maryland. Shout out my Terps. Anyways, but I have my microphone here and I'm in the corner of my apartment in a little wall. So, you know, maybe I'd be in a studio if we had a million dollars back in me and Clubber D. Maybe, you know, I'd be able to clubber, fly Clubber D out to more places. Wink, wink. Oh, man. Anyways, that's about it. I just wanted to update y'all with some stuff. I want to get y'all to Clubber D. We are actually going to go out live where we will find him in Madison Square Garden, ATL, Las Vegas. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, part three. But first, we go out to Clubber D live in Madison Square Garden, where we sent him for the versus battle. The Locks, Jada, Sheik, Styles versus the Diplomats, Jewels, Killa Cam, and Jim Jones. And yes, they have Freaky Zeke too. So let's go check it out. And now, without further ado, he is our favorite correspondent, the man who flies all over the world for us. He is your combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G. Clubber T, what happened to MSG? Holler at me, baby. Give me that update on the event. You know what you mean, man. Clubber D, the combat G, always in a place to be. And ask two or three mothers if they like me. Anyways, I'm going to do a little detour right now. Normally, it's a box, and I will we'll talk about, you know, Fury and Wilder a little later again. And, uh, you know, just announced Terrence Crawford is... You know, Sean Porter's order to fight him. Well, we, we, we can touch that a little later. And Teofimo Lopez getting up to IVF belt because he doesn't want to fight George Cambosa. Let's, you know what? Let's divert for a second. All right. Let's divert. All right. This is a detour. <laughs> Sideways. Hey, yo, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Actually, hang it up to that person you're calling back. Now, nah, scratch that. Just hang up on them. Screw that person. We need to talk about this. Oh, we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. I'm still hyped from last night. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate the tickets. I was there. Madison Square Garden at the Hulu Theater inside there. You know what I'm saying? There for the last verse dip set. You think I'm not going to talk about that? This is Club D, the Combat G, always in a place to be. If you don't like me, ask your mommy. Anyways, thank you for the tickets. You know what I'm saying? I just got back from DCA. You know, I flew out of LaGuardia down back here to uh, the Woodbridge area. At my undisclosed location. Uh, Stop capping. Uh, Appreciate the tickets. I was on stage. They tried to kick me off. I, I lingered. So what? You know what I'm saying? I helped Cam prop that, that beach chair up. Killer. You know, that was me doing that. Uh, You're bullshitting. Uh, but back to what happened. That was a total slaughter. I mean, Jada proved why real rap always wins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was a big Dipset fan. Dipset. Big Locks fan. I love them both. But this is a styles clash. Two different type of rappers, you know what I'm saying? Heat makers make amazing beats for diplomats, you know what I'm saying? Dipset. We can't argue that. But when it comes to bar for bar, lyrics, things that make sense, they can't touch locks. I mean, Sheik, you know, is what it is with Sheik. Yeah, he had a couple, you know, he had good features, but we all know styles. 
We all know Jada. <laughs> the Locks catalog alone, you could say a four or five year span is better than all the diplomat. But let's not. Let's you know what? Total slaughter. Had to cover that real quick. Good googly moogly. But uh, the real reason why I'm checking in is we got the big fight, the heavyweight fight between Derek Lewis and Cyril Gane. That comes this Saturday in Houston. I'm still waiting on my ticket. You know, I only fly first class out of uh, JetBlue. Uh, why you always lying? Uh, it's going to be amazing. I think first I'm going with clubs, bangers. <laughs> clubs, bangers. <laughs> so I'm going with Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. Cyril Ghana, he is a good heavyweight. He's up and coming. He's, you know, a French guy, very... uh. He reminds me of a French version, MMA version of Anthony Joshua. You know, this built and look. Very soft-spoken. He's well-rounded, but we haven't really seen him tested yet by anybody. So this should be a good fight. You will get my review of this, but I want to put that out ahead of time. But I'm going with the Black Beast. Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. At home in Houston, he's standing up for the people. Trader Truth's going to be there, you know what I'm saying? What? Willie D. Scarface might be there. Woo! I'm going to be there just waiting on my tickets. Hey! You know what I'm saying? It's going to be crazy. You know, I might, I might say what's up to y'all mean. You know what I'm saying? High five to Kimbe. <laughs> Last time I was down there, Stevie Francis was taking my nuggets. But you know what I'm saying? I was trying to get my, my food on while I was talking. To, you know, anyways. But holla at you later. Actually, I'm not going to holla at you later. I'm just going to roll out. Word. Thank you for that update, my dude. I watched it as well, from, but I watched it from home. You were lucky enough. We got to send you out on the Ball and Buds podcast budget. You, you got to go out live to MSG and hang out. But yeah, man, that versus battle was so dope. You know, I agree with everybody that the locks won, <laughs> but I don't think that the diplomats were as bad as everybody thought. Dipset. Now, the, the bad part was that they started off hella slow. Like, started off really slow, and, and while the locks just came out the gate on fire and just kept that momentum the whole time. But after, like, the first four songs, I believe it was, like, the sixth song, and it was, like, that's when Diplomat started turning it around and started coming with some some straight fire for a few Dipset. dope joints there. And then, but then the locks fought back, <laughs> and then Diplomats fought back a little bit. Dipset. But then, you know, they killed it at the end. Jada and them killed it at the end. <laughs> Especially when he was like, what? When they were making fun of them for not having tracks for females, he was like, what? We ain't got no tracks for the ladies? We... And then he threw on like six ladies tracks in a row and they were all dope and all the ladies were singing along. All the women, yo, that was that was it. He was like, <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? You got, you got Grams and we got Grammys, yo. Psst, mic drop. <laughs> Finito. Yeah, listen. That's called motherfucking boss. Killer Cam got done. No offense, because I personally am one of the biggest Killer Cam fans you will ever find. I love Cameron. I have almost every single album of his, except the ones that got stolen from me. But that's neither here nor there. You know, high school, there's a lot of stupid things that go on in high school. But yeah, Locks took that. <laughs> so thank you for covering that, my dude. Definitely, definitely appreciate you going out there. But now we will take you out to Clubber D when we sent him out live to Las Vegas for Pori A McGregor 3. We sent him out there and we all saw what happened that break. So he'll get all into that. So yeah, let's uh 
Let's go out. We have this from when he went out live to the show about a month ago. So let's check out what he had to say about the event. Clubber D, holla at your boy. Yo, oh, what it do, man? Or should I say, how you be? As in the B is for break. It's your man, Clubber D, the combat G, in the place to be. And if you ask your mother, she'll always love me. Anyways, bro, thank you so very much for these tickets out to Vegas. The fight was crazy. The atmosphere was crazy. Thank you, man. Look, yo, we just hit, what, 500 downloads? You know, we're, we're going crazy out here. Like, Joe Rogan dapped me up earlier today, earlier today. You know what I'm saying? Joe Rogan was like, yo, I see what y'all are doing. You guys are on up and up. Boom, boom. Might get us on the show a little later. Who knows? But anyways, I'm seeing all the celebrities out here. And, and you know, uh, stop capping. Uh, Thanks again to everybody that's listening. Omar, you put up a, you put up a good show. You get us you know, thing together. I'm just happy to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, we're getting, we're getting showered with gifts. You know what I'm saying? I was walking the strip in Vegas and a, and some chick was like, Hey, aren't you Clubber D? And I was like, maybe, you know, ask your mom. I'm sure she knows about me, but uh, you know, gave me a flower on the strip. Uh, You're bullshitting. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't take a picture, but you know, if I say it's real, it might be real. I'm the after the fact King. You know what I'm saying? And I was thinking for the main event, was Connor going to be a repeat offender of the sectional sleeping? You know, that sectional, that couch is full right now. You know, we got Connor's there. Jorge Masvidal's there. Nate Robinson's there. You know, we're, there's there's a lot of people on that sectional. Will he be back? Because, you know, he could have been asleep, went up and got some milk in the, in, the, in the middle of the night, and then get knocked out and go back to sleep on that sectional. So, you know, it could happen. Hey, what happened? Toasty! Let's talk about this fight. Connor, Dustin Poirier, three. Now, I'm not going to front. I did say Connor will win in the second round. And then I flipped what I was saying because I was speaking to the NFL and wrestling expert Shane Peacher. You know what I'm saying? We were we were doing some off the wall bets on FanDuel. They're not a, they're not a sponsor, but they will be. But you know, I say, you know what? Screw that. I'll, I'll win more money if Connor wins in the fourth. Anyways, Connor doing his usual stuff. The antics pre-fight. You know, he was talking a lot of stuff. And then when they get into the cage, you know, saying he's trying to go at Dustin as if they're not going to fight. Like, I don't understand this. Like, why are you trying to go at him before the fight? Like, you're already in the octagon. Sit down, chill out, wait till uh, Bruce Buffer says it's time, and then go fight. Like, don't try to go at him before. That's stupid. You're, wait, you're wasting energy for someone that's known to fade. Stop wasting energy with all the dumb antics, okay? You suck, you jackass. You got your fans. People bought the pay-per-view. Some people stole it. Hold it right there, man. I'll be taking that. Ah! But anyways, some a lot of people bought the pay-per-view. There's all the stars were out. You had you had Donald Trump. This man spilled a drink on me. Like I was like, yo, what you doing, man? He paid for it, but it's whatever. Um, I'm sorry, he paid for my next two drinks and my dry cleaning. You know, I talked to Melania about that. Anyways, you got all the celebrities are out. You know, Robert Kraft, he's out there. You know what I'm saying? He came solo, dolo, didn't come with the... The massage chick, you know, she, she's back down in Florida. He want to bring her. Say what? 
but you know everyone's out there you got machine gun kelly you know what i'm saying look like somebody from the 80s you know you got travis barker and, Karda- and courtney kardashian they were like two seats in front of me you know what i'm saying they're, they're over there kissing like they never kissed before you know what i'm saying it was like they were doing a two for dare you know a tonsil hockey type thing <laughs> Gay! enough of that but let me get back to the fight connor brings all these people out like i said before his aura his 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 his, his charisma he is the reason why everybody comes out because he's because you know he's unpredictable he was humble and nice the second fight this fight he's talking all types of shit you know what i'm saying and, and pre-fight you know he got dusted to that to that level of i don't want to you know i'm gonna i'm gonna mess you up on site it's, it's all on site because you know he's talking about his wife saying his wife is the man of the relationship and things like that say what one thing you don't do you don't disrespect someone's wife you don't do that okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on that a little later but the fight starts connor is is, is like always you know he's going in Full steam with the with the leg kicks with the, he did he, I think he did two spinning spinning roundhouse kicks to, to the stomach for Poirier. He was tagging him a couple bit. I mean uh, he was tagging him for a little while and then you know reality set in. Dustin started tagging him, took him down, and then he started raining elbows. I thought he was Dusty Rhodes for a second the way he was he was bringing down the elbows. And you know I'm pretty sure he didn't have lotion on him. There were probably some ashy rusty elbows to the head. Connor had to eat those. You know uh, after that. After after that that happens, you know Connor gets back up towards the end of the fight, or I'm sorry, the end of the first round, tries to step back on his leg, and jeez Louise, I mean detached from ankle, his bone touched the ground. Like if you if you sprain your ankle, it's like it, it kind of looked like Connor got crossed up by hot sauce or the professor from and one mixtapes. You know, it was it was boop boop. He stepped back and his ankle wasn't there anymore. It looked like Chris Paul put him in a spin cycle when he when his bone touched the the the, the canvas of the octagon. I damn near threw up. You know what I'm saying? I I, I had to grab somebody. I had to grab Jack, Dak Prescott. I saw him say, "Remember that?" You know, what I'm saying like I had to. He got flashbacks. No, no, no! And he was grabbing me too. And like, you know, get off me, Dak. But anyways, Connor's his leg broke, and it is what it is. You know, it happens in the sport. Chris Weidman, Anderson Silva, just name a few of the the major names that did that. Instead of the sectional, whenever you, you you break a limb like that in the cage, you're 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 relegated to now. You are that extra noodle hanging out the top of uh, a cup of noodles uh, container. Like if not even a cup of noodles, if you eat noodles or spaghetti and something goes over the plate like that noodle, that's his ankle. That's it. that's what happened to him. His foot was just hanging over. You know, it was a wind dancer in the wind, just flapping around. Disgusting. So Poirier wins on technicality is what it is. Connors, you know, the thing I this is what I don't like. He started talking shit after the fight. You know, the first time I ever seen Joe Rogan interview somebody while sitting down. Like it was it was it was so weird. I, was like, I knew they're gonna give the, the microphone to Connor. This dude's on his butt with a broken ankle, broken leg or whatever. Joe Rogan's sitting down like he's uh, about to do yoga or in Indian style, interviewing this guy. You know, he, his adrenaline is still pumped up. You know, he, he's probably not feeling the pain yet. And he, and he calls, he tells Dustin Poirier, your wife was in my DM and calls her a hoe. Say what? 
I mean, you could you could tell he was in pain because the real the, the real Irish draw came out. You could barely understand a word he was saying, and. In my mind, I'm like, bro, if you don't if you don't go home, get some shepherd's pie and drink some proper twelve and go on with yourself, like what are you doing, man? What are you doing? You took the L, it happens. You know, and, and so well, it's it's not over with. I'll see you in the street. No, you won't. No, you won't. You will hobble your ass to that hospital, get surgery tomorrow, and hop on that flight back to Ireland or unless you're staying in America. Calm down. Rest up and fight somebody that's not A level. He's relegated to BNC level. Connor, yes, he'll still be a good professional fighter, but he can't fight on the A level anymore. I'm sorry. He has to fight, you know, somebody on the on the on the B level, you know. You know, he might fuck around and fight me, you know, you know, he punched me, I'm suing. But it, it don't matter. But all I would say it was a great fight, great atmosphere. We're gonna talk about the Tyson Fury and Wilder situation a little later. But Omar, uh, I appreciate the tickets. I say that to New York, New York, you know what I'm saying? We I had the little sweet and all that good stuff. You know, you, you're the man. You, you're coming through with the ball and buds. Only thing I, I, I don't like is that when I get to my room, I don't have any Zima. You keep sending me Burles and James. I don't want that. I need my Zima. We'll talk about that when I get when I get to Nashville next month. All right, bro. I'm out. Omar, Omar, you got me traveling. You got me traveling, man. But I appreciate it. You know, the budget. You, 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 you're treating your boy pretty nice, you know what I'm saying? I know even though um, you saved money and, and sent me up to Atlantic City to watch uh, Clarissa Shields and her MMA debut, it's not too far of a drive for me. So I didn't use the bucks for, uh, you know, first class like I usually sit uh, on the plane. But let me, let me touch on her real quick. I know I predicted I wasn't sure how her MMA debut would go. I mean, this is the, the quote, okay? Greatest woman of all time is her nickname, all right? She is the best female boxer out right now, okay? Made her MMA debut. Usually boxers that transition over to MMA, like a James Tony, they're pretty trash. So we never had anybody her caliber switch over. And she's been training with Wickle John Jim down there with, with all the heavy hitters with John Jones, Holly Holm, you know, the karate hottie, uh, fighters like that. So she's had top-notch training for that transition over to MMA. So she fights a young lady by the name of Brittany Elkin. Okay, typical taken down. But the thing about her, she was taken down. She was dominated for the first two rounds, but she wasn't gassed. She was she didn't she didn't panic when someone was on top of her raining punches down. You know, she she kept her composure, which was great. Third round came, stuff to take down, which which looked great, had a good sprawl. And then uh, proceeded to put her fist to uh Brittany's face. Until the ref had to stop it. I mean, she she looked phenomenal. She won her MMA debut, hushed a lot of the critics. A lot of people were shocked. A lot of people don't know how to take it, you know. She's only going to get better. So hopefully she sticks with MMA and does boxing simultaneously. But the only issue I see is that she fought at 150. That is the lightest I believe she's ever fought at, even in boxing. And... You know, you look at somebody like Amanda Nunez or the young lady, uh, Kate Harrison, PFL champ. They fight at 145, so I don't know if she's going to continue to cut and try to get to that 145 weight limit. I don't know how, how much stress it would be on her body, but, you know, she she had, she looked great. You know, uh, hopefully she she keeps this up and she'll uh, continue to do this moving forward. But Clarissa Shields, that's my girl. That's the quote right there. Greatest woman of all time. Woo! 
And uh, Omar, you know, I, I saved money on this trip. You know, I didn't use the budget because this was at, you know, our spot where we had our fancy football draft, I believe, two years ago at the Ocean Resort in Atlantic City. So I mentioned uh, you and a couple others that are in the group. So they gave me a comp room. You know what I'm saying? I was I was in a penthouse suite. I stayed there for about two days. You know, so they treat me they treat me nice at, at the Ocean Resort. I had my, had my refrigerator stock with Zima, a little bit of Truly, a little bit of Barles and James. You know what I'm saying? I made a party. It is what it is. If y'all don't like it, screw you. Anyways, enough of that. Let's talk about Jake Paul. His fight was announced with a he got announced to fight. You know my man T Wood, Tyron Woodley. I'm nervous for Woodley. I love watching him in Strike Force. You know he's started off as, as, a, as a great wrestler. Was with uh, Ben Askren. That's one of his best friends. He's part of that uh, Missouri wrestling team with Ben Askren, Michael Chandler. Uh, you know Tyron Woodley. You know he, he's he's a little long in the tooth. You know he's. I believe he's, what, 39, you know, close about to be 40. Shout out to everybody in those upper 30s, early 40 club. And if you still got the hairline divine, hey, good for you. But anyways. Say what? I'm not too excited about this fight because in boxing and, and, and MMA, you know, Chuck Liddell had this, had this issue. Jared Hurd, he's, he's a boxer who fought on the undercard. He's starting to have this issue where, you know, if you take too many hits, like Hurd's the type of fighter that would get hit and come back at you. Liddell, kind of the same way um, in the MMA, UFC realm, but the problem with that is father time never loses, and your brain can't be taking those hits all the time. That's why Floyd still has his has his wits with him at his age because he's a defensive fighter. His, his whole goal is not to get hit. So these guys that take a lot of damage, they're, they're quick, quick, quick twitch, quick twitch, if I can say that correctly, muscles, they're not connecting all the way. The brain wants them to do something, but the body doesn't react. I mean, Woodley's last few fights, he's just been gunshot. Last fight, he kind of went all out against Luke, but uh, Luke, but it's just he, he's just not. I don't think he's, he'll be ready to pull the trigger when needed against Jake Paul. And I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, you know, I am the after the fact king. But I, I have a feeling I don't want him to be on that on that sectional because we already got a lot of people on the sectional. I don't want him to get slumped, okay? You already got Nate Robinson just woke up and got brunch, but... Hey, what happened? Toasty! Connor's still laying out. Ben Askren, he's still, he's still taking that. And uh, Jorge Masvidal, he's, 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 he's out right now, too. You know, all they're still there. I think Nate Robinson's woken up. He's about to make brunch and make lunch for everybody, so... Hey, what happened? He's woken up, but I don't want Woodley to be added to that because we might have to put like a recliner and put him on that list of slump people, you know. They're taking a nap. The, the birds, doo -doo 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 -doo, they're going around their head right now. <laughs> I don't want him to be like that because he fought at 170. He's a little shorter than, than Jake Paul. Jake Paul fought at 190. He's a, he's a bigger dude. Whoa, go whoa, make whoa. Ha! Gay! I mean, say what you want about the Paul brothers. Well, more Jake, more to Logan. He's been practicing boxing for a while. He, he, he's fought some Scorbinis, but he's been doing this for a little while, and he's actually taking it serious as much shit he talks. So I don't know how much Jake walks around at, but if he's walking around a little over 200, Willie's a big he was a big 170, but I don't see him walking around at 190, 200. I mean, I could be wrong, but I got a feeling, I hate to say it, Willie's going to go in there thinking he's a chump, and, uh, and he, might get, he might get caught, and, uh, you know, he might be uh, face down. You know what I'm saying? I don't, and I don't want to see that. I don't want that to happen to a, a legend like that. But uh, that, that, that's going to happen in August. Uh, you, hopefully, you'll, you'll pay for my ticket to get out there because, you know, ball on the budget. The budget's low. So, 
anyways, let's talk about this press conference. Willie, at first, you know, I was a little skeptical on him. You know, I'm not sure if he's going to have a chance against Jake Paul because he's not a stand-up. He's not really a stand-up fighter. He has no wrestler. He does have knockout power, but I've never really seen him box, you know. And he's one of those guys who used to gas early because his way his, his, his body's goes. He's, you know, he's very muscular dude. So I, I just don't – I'm on the fence because Jake Paul actually takes his boxing stuff serious. He's not – I mean, he hasn't really fought anyone, but – and this bet they have now saying if, if one of them lose, guy get tat- you're going to get another man tattooed on you? Like, come on, dog. What's it? You know what? I'm not judging. No, I'm judging. What the fuck is that? Like, why would you do that? Why would you say, like, if you lose, you're going to get that man tattooed on you? So a reminder, like, you look down at your elbow. Oh, shit. Oh, he whooped my ass. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> gay! Why do you want a reminder? It's like your mom holding a belt after she whooped you on the door on the doorknob. You know what I'm saying? You know what's there. You know what happened. That belt's already looking at you laughing. Ha-ha, yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? You don't want a reminder. You know what I'm saying? Or some folks, grandma's house, Flashwater. You know, I represent for the people that got with a Flashwater flash crew. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? You see that Flashwater, you know, you know what's up. You get a switch, you know what time it is. So you get that tattoo with that person that whooped your ass, you know what happened. Come on now. I don't know. You know what? I hope Woodley wins. But if he wins, Jay Paul got, got them, uh, them, all them terrible tattoos on him anyways. I don't know where he's going to put it. But, you know what I'm saying, you can, you, that, that's just a stupid bet. And, I, you know, if it was me, I'd renege. I, I, whoop my ass again. I'm not getting a tattoo. I don't care. But press conference was, 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 wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't too much of a, a shit show. Um, Jay Paul was up there. He had damn near uh, Optimus Prime with a hairline. What, what is that? What is that? He has like this is why he sells. You know, I give him credit. You know, he he, he gets it. He's he, he was shitting on Connor at the at the press conference. He's giving the chain of Sleepy Connor. One thing to put like a little diamond thing where his ankle is. You know, where it's broken. Whatever. You know, he might do something like that. But he's gonna auction it off for charity with his hot sauce. I mean, it's cool. I I, I thought the press conference was all right. You know, Willie. I like what Willie said, saying, you know, this guy's rehearsing re- rehearsing his stuff, basically saying, you know, already give an excuse. It's like, all right, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a YouTube guy. I'm a Disney guy. I'm this, I'm that. It don't matter. You signed it like like Willie said. You signed a contract to fight, so you could be you could be Aber- you could be a uh, damn Houdini. It don't matter. Once you get that that, that ring, it's going to be boxing. Okay, so stop making excuse of if you lose, because that's just a fallback. It's like. Well, you know, I would do that, but I kind of got ah, you can do it or not. All right. If you're going to do it, do it. Shut the hell up. So Jake Paul, I think, you know, he, he was a little reserved. He wasn't. I think he knows he's dealing with somebody that's serious because he was with all the antics against uh, Ben Askren, but he's not doing all this stuff, you know, with, with Woodley. So I think he is starting to set in like, OK, I got a real fight. So I made my, my decision on that. Are you flying me out to that one? That one's in Ohio. I don't I mean, I don't really want to go to Ohio, but. Nope. Denied. <laughs> we need to figure out these tickets, and I'm tired of going these places and not getting any Zima. Like, I go into the, the little refrigerator that I have in my, my suite, and all I got is Barrels and James. I got a, a couple of Mike's Hard Lemonades, a couple of Smirnoffs. You know, they're all right, but I need some Zima. The budget. Let's go. Can't wait for the next fight. Peace. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Well, my friends, I hope you enjoyed 
that episode, as always, we have a really good time sending our correspondent, Clubber D, the Combat G, out to all these major events. He has such a great time. He, you know how wild and crazy he gets. So we love editing these episodes and making sure that, you know, all those funny sound effects are going in where he wants them to be. He helps me produce these episodes. So shout out to him for even coming up with the sound effects idea, which is one of the things that makes this podcast so special and different is because we are different than others. And, you know, I do have things like sound effects and other things like we go out live and things like that. The other podcasts just don't give you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to give you that goodness, my friends. Just trying to give you that goodness. That being said, again, thanks for hanging out. And instead of taking the normal long break that I do for end of season three and beginning of season four, instead what I'm going to do is hit you off with the first like five episodes of season three. I'm going to take that two-week break at the beginning of, or the end of, excuse me, November for Thanksgiving. Then I'll come back for the two first two weeks of December, hit you off with a couple more episodes, then to take the last two weeks off for Christmas. So that way it's just two short two-week breaks, so I don't leave you off for that long. So it's not like two months at a time. And then after that, we'll come back. Uh, by that time, we'll be in the into the beginning of season four, and I'll keep breaking you off with episodes after that. And then hopefully next year, since I'll be finishing up my next class around that time, my business should be up and successfully running by then. I will have a lot more time to be banging out podcasts, so I plan on actually moving to probably a bi-weekly format, but I'm not sure yet. So we'll see what happens, but just know that I love you all and I care for you all. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Please continue to tune in. Please share this with all your friends. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you download. Make sure you share, share all, share, share, make sure you share, make sure, make sure you share, excuse me, all over all your social media. If any of you like to talk sports, I know a lot of you are sports fans and you like to be on podcasts as well. You want your voice to be heard. Uh, you know, hit me up in my DMs. I am, I am at MVPSMB on Twitter. And, you know, if you do have experience in the podcast world, I'd love to talk to you. And we can maybe sit down and have an episode, you know. And even if you don't have experience necessarily in the podcast world, if you just want to, you know, if you have some credentials in the sports world or entertainment world and you want to talk, I'll let you boy. You know what I'm saying? Let's do business. All right, y'all. Love y'all. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Kroger, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.